a Girl Scout order that no one else in the family knows about. Coping skill or self-care. I'm going to say it's 50-50. Because <laughs> if you're having a bad day, that frozen thin mint is really part coping yes. skill, part self-care. It's life-changing. Yes. That, that's... Okay. Um, riding on the subway, when your phone dies, you still keep your headphones in so that strangers won't try to talk to you. Is that... No, you're uh, just a bitch. That's an so issue, mean. or is that self care and coping? A producer is going <laughs> to try to offer you something, and you're going to miss that golden opportunity because you're Which, a dick and antisocial. Not on the That's... A. <laughs> They're not trying to give out jobs on the A before COVID. Obviously, before COVID. I think protective coping skill. Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> protective bitch. Don't don't pretend. Don't pretend like you haven't done that, Pam. <laughs> We've all done it. Oh, yeah. Everybody's done it. You've probably come up with like an imaginary language. I sometimes even nod my head to imaginary music to really sell it. Not going to lie. I'm not sorry. The what are you pretending plane to listen to? I, took, I pretended to be listening to a book the entire time. So I didn't have to talk to the person next to me. <laughs> yes. Did yeah. you make up the story or was it um, a book you'd already read? It was a book I had already read. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, so premeditated, so premeditated coping skill, uh, resting uh, bitch earphone. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Got it. All yes. right, great. I think we also, got something. a technical term in the ma- the manual. Yeah, absolutely. The diagnostic book thing? is in our diagnostic future. I can't book. wait. That's it. Yeah. Just uh, say DSM-5. That is not just easier. That's what I meant. Diagnostic. <laughs> <laughs> Procedural. <laughs> a little quick disclaimer because we have a special episode today. Just want to let you know nothing in this episode should be construed as a diagnosis or treatment for any mental health issue. But if you are experiencing stress, anxiety, depression, anything you want to talk about, we all have our stuff. You should absolutely seek the help of a licensed therapist or psychologist. If you're struggling, we're thinking of you. But with that, welcome back to Don't Tease the Animals. I'm Pam. And I'm Sarah. Thank you for joining us. Um, We are so grateful. Thank you to Newsstand Studios. As always, we're coming at you from this beautiful podcast studio in Rockefeller Plaza. We love you so much. Thank you, all, as always, to our Joe. Thank you, Joe. Coming at you with a fairly relatable topic this week that you Fairly, I'd say. Well, I think you might be all too familiar with, especially in these COVID times, and you might be a little curious about it. You might be a little scared of it, but it doesn't matter. We're going to take it apart with two kick-ass games. Boom. Um, Today, we are still in that like new year, new me vibe, which I'm not <laughs> mad about. I can't think of a better guest to keep us in check and level up. We are going in on mental health today with a baller expert. I'm so stoked. Please welcome clinical case manager and licensed professional counselor, my personal favorite forever friend, Mary Beth Kohler. Yay! Hi, ladies. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. You look like a very sexy secretary. Uh, Drunk with power in the corner. Okay. <laughs> okay. They should. We haven't used that like at all recently. <laughs> and I just missed it. 
Um, they need an applause button on there, though. I really should get one of those. I don't know. It sounded kind of great. I I'll work on it. it. I liked it. I thought it was I good. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. So drunk. Okay. okay. That's going away now. Oh, my gosh. Mary Beth, we are so grateful to have you. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. And I just would like to point out that I am one of the nine original like yes! listeners. Yeah! <laughs> ah, super fan. And we That's love a, you, girl. Sexy yes. secretary glasses. I love you so much. Mm, and that cheetah wrist watch band. <laughs> love it. Serving me fierceness. I'm very pumped to have a hometown bestie with us. I feel like this is literally, I grew up around the corner from you. We rode our bikes together. We tubed down the snow and the blizzards together. Yeah, I, yeah she's going to go on a nice little Robert Kincaid okay. <laughs> dive through the past thing. She always does this. But please, okay, so for our listeners who didn't grow up with you... Mary Beth, where are you from? What's your deal? Tell us all this stuff. So um, I was born and raised in the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. So Whitehall, Pennsylvania, and met Pam when we were in kindergarten. And our moms are best friends, and we kind of followed suit. Um, (laughs) What was that like? What was was a five-year-old Pam like? I have to know. Oh, we don't have enough time for that, Sarah. (laughs) We definitely don't. (laughs) I mean... Understood. Unique and special (laughs) enough that we're still friends all these years later. And I'm not going to age us that much, but just know it's a lot. It's a lot of years, people. A lot of years. She's like, she's like a stage five clinger. You can't really get rid of her. Like Shut she kind of just like, up. you get like tight with her and it's just she's that, that person yeah. that you just don't uh, want to get rid of. Okay. I all could right. never, I could never get rid of her. Never. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Like, and now okay, our kids dance. love each other too. So that's kind of awesome too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like the dream. Yeah. But um, uh, so a little bit more about my background. So I have my master's degree in clinical and counseling psychology. Um, yeah. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Pennsylvania. And most of my professional career has focused on working with individuals who have co-occurring mental health and substance use disorder. Um, so I'm currently working with one of our local hospital systems and I'm working with a specialized population right now. Um, we're working with pregnant women who have history of substance use or active substance use disorder, and we link them to their obstetrical care and we link them to treatment and community resources. So it's very rewarding, but also right now, very, very tough because of COVID and how it's impacted the whole healthcare system and also our communities as well. Oh my God. Wow. It's such important, amazing work. Yeah, you're going to heaven. You wrote your <laughs> ticket. Wow. Okay. So why therapy and counseling? Like, has that always, do you feel like that's always been like a mission in life? Like, so I don't know if Pam remembers this, but um, way back in like kindergarten, they asked what we wanted to be when we grew up. And I distinctly remember like an angel. Ta- I distinctly remember telling our teacher, and we did go to Catholic school. So this, you know, yeah, I mean, angel would have been up there. Angel would have been up there. But I said I wanted to be a therapist, and I remember them looking at me and saying, "Like, do you actually know what that means?" And my answer was, <laughs> "Well, yeah, it's somebody who helps someone, um, and that's what I want to do." Um, so I kind of always wanted. I knew I was a helper. I am a helper by nature. Um, but I mean, it had changed. I was going to be a lawyer and then I kind of 
quickly turned away from that. Um, I wanted to be a rocket, but I'm only five foot four. So that wasn't going to happen. It's a cruel world. But it's interesting because I tried to kind of pull away from this field in my (laughs) early 20s. And I found that it really, truly was a calling for me. Wow. Oh, my God, Mary Beth. Wow. Yeah. I thought for sure. I mean, you went to Temple. So I thought for sure. That I was like, cool, I'm going to see you on the main stage uh, across the street of 44th and Broadway. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I'll reunite with you then. And then you just kept going to school. Yes, I did. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so we're looking at doctor or lawyer now. Like, what's happening? I'm I'm pretty smart. Yes, but I'm also very humble. So I just, you know. Two great qualities. Yeah. I'm passionate about what I do, just like the two of you are. You know, you find what you're passionate about and you just throw yourself into it. I'm passionate about giving Pam a bunch of shit. I'm passionate about breaking (laughs) her balls. I love it so much. I found my destiny and calling. Maybe some people are getting helped by us, but not nearly as many as Mary Beth's helping. Well, you don't know that. Laughter is one of the greatest forms of medicine and self-care. Honestly, <gasps> it's on my oh list my of things that we You're should do. So nice. You're oh my God. I love that. So I can't wait to get to that list. I uh, need it. Like what brings someone to therapy? Like now more than ever, I think people are finally understanding the concept of what it means to have like a guardian median or someone to guide you in the right direction when you feel like you've lost your way. And if you're not a religious person or if you need, you know, medication because you are chemically imbalanced and you cannot figure out why. Or if you just need like a little helping hand. We all need that sometimes. I just, I grew up in a house where it was kind of very like snickered upon and like, you don't need that. We're not going to talk about our feelings. We're going to shove them inside and deep Mm. down. And it's like, it never happened. And I, having finally started therapy myself, I feel like that is such a misconception. Like, uh, it's so sad. I, I don't understand the stigma with therapy. I also don't understand why depression and anxiety sneaks up on people. How does that even happen? So let's start with that part of your question first. So I'm so glad we wrote this out. There- I, you know, I went on, <laughs> I went on, I went on a ride and it took me there and we went the local route and not the express. And I'm very sorry. Listen, this is perfect though. This is like a real life. Like this is how sessions work. This is how therapy works. You think you come in for one thing and you end up leaving yes, something sorry. else. You go do, to you therapy? Think, do you think that Pam and I need couples therapy? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that one. You've been listening. <laughs> no, because been you, listening, two, you can tell us. Here's what I can say. If it gets to a point where you two cannot communicate effectively with one another, then that's, <laughs> then that's the time to maybe look into that. Yeah. Never. Understood. Yeah. Wonderful. But you communicate well together. So that's a, a, a real good benefit. Um, <laughs> I have been in therapy. I, I don't currently go, but I have been trying to find somebody that I mesh well with here because I moved. So in the West Coast, I was with somebody for a little while and I found it just so helpful. Yes. And that's another thing that I want to like touch on is like making sure it's a good fit Um, because that's really, really important as well. So regarding how do people develop anxiety or depression? So 
some people can be genetically predisposed, just like any other medical condition. If this runs in your family, you have a higher likelihood of it presenting for yourself as well. Um, yes, there's the biological component and a chemical potential um, in our brains. You know, our hormones and the chemicals in our brains do a lot of really interesting things for us, and they can make us happy and they can make us sad. And sometimes they're not functioning at their fullest capacity. And that can also have a huge impact on our mood, our behavior, and our perception and experiences of things in life. Um, mm -hmm. Something else, though, that plays a big role in this, and we're seeing a lot more of this now because of COVID, um, our personal experiences. So, you know, there are a certain list of things that if people have been exposed to these items, um, if you really want to look it up, it's called the ACEs study. You can find lots of information on it. Um, but if you come from like a broken household, if you've experienced domestic violence, if you've witnessed violence in your neighborhood, those are just some of the examples. If you had a parent that struggled with substance use disorder, um, you are more predisposed to experiencing symptoms of depression, anxiety, or trauma. Um, but if you look at what's happening now, especially with COVID, we're all under a lot of stress. This is not something that we were ever prepared to deal with. Mm -mm. We're going mm -mm. into almost a year now of having to uh, isolate, be socially distant, not being able to see our friends and our loved ones. Um, and then let's not forget, you know, we're going through political unrest and all of the most recent events uh, that happened. We're under a lot of stress right now. So you add all that on top of one another, it's not surprising that when it comes to mental health, we're seeing an increase in depression right now. We're seeing a decrease in anxiety. And we're also seeing an increase of alcohol use and problematic mm. alcohol use as well. Um, something else that's important to mention, though, is we all have this thing called resiliency, which is our ability to work through our experiences and work through what's happening, our openness and willingness to reach out for help and support if we need it. So the more resilient you are, the better your likelihood of being able to manage and stabilize what's going on as well. I love that term resiliency. It's a good one. Um, and you think of like a rubber band, right? And you pull a rubber band so many times, it's going to lose some of that elasticity. Um, mm. But you, if you pull it one too many times, then it breaks, right? So like resiliency can oftentimes be broken depending on your personal experience, your history, et cetera, and how much exposure you've had to stressors or traumatic events as well. Wow. Oh my God, where's your book deal? Like, <laughs> oh my God. But really? So Eric, I just feel like taking, I got Are you taking new oh patients? <laughs> are you in my network? I don't think that the answer to the second question is true, but maybe we could figure something out. Maybe we could. <laughs> Um, and then Pam, you mentioned a lot about like stigma for therapy, right? Absolutely. So yeah. there is a lot of Sick stigma of around, you know, mental health illness, substance use disorder, and then also seeking help or treatment for those mm. things. Um, so a big part of my current job and what I do is I am an advocate for our patients, right? So we want to make sure that they feel comfortable when they're getting their care. We want to make sure that the other providers are treating them well. Um, and if they're not, I want to know because that means we have more work to do. Um, you know, because we work in a big hospital network and I can only speak for myself and how I treat the patients. 
Um, and I can't speak right, for everyone else. Right, but you're the Caroline else. Manzo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is my family. You're kind not going to mess with my family. We were going to go, we we're going in a different direction because I was literally just thinking, I was like, okay, cool. So you're the lead detective and also internal affairs. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm all of those things. Yes. Well, I'm yes. Glad- and the beat cop. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And okay. I provide the tough love when it's necessary. Got it. We all covered. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but I do think what leads to some stigma is sometimes just shame, right? Guilt of mm, admitting yeah. that there's a problem and we need help. And a lot of people grew up in families where you didn't talk about this stuff and it wasn't okay to discuss your feelings. Um, and the idea of therapy for a long time was quote unquote, self-indulgent for a lot of people. Right. Um, mm, and wow, that's truly that's not point. what it is. Therapy is there to sort of support you when you've realized and decided I want to make a change in my life, but I don't necessarily know how to go about making those changes. Um, I'm when I was working with, you know, patients one-on-one, I'm not the navigator, you know, you, the client are the navigator. I'm going to help make sure that we stay on track and I'm going to maybe offer different suggestions on a direction to take, but it's still always up to you to make those choices about how you want to make these changes happen. Boom. Wow. Okay. So speaking of making changes happen, can you share a couple of like general, just like day-to-day exercises or practices that can help all of us, um, up our self-care and maybe deal with the new stresses and anxiety we've been handed with COVID and 2020 and uh, most of 2021 so far. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just be honest. It's been a rough, you know, few days. Um, TBH. Yeah. So here's the first thing I want to mention. Self-care does not need to be expensive in order for it to be successful. Okay. Now, listen, I love a good spa day. I love a good mani-pedi. However, we don't all have access to do that right now, right? Mm -hmm. And it can become very expensive. So like when you think about self-care, I want you to think about realistic things that you can do every single day. It's not just when you think you need it. We need self-care every day. Um, The first thing I would recommend, especially during COVID and what's all happening now, is like, please be gentle with yourself. Um, This is unprecedented. We have never dealt with this before. Um, So have some grace and know that like you're doing the best that you can and that's okay. Not every day is going to be a hundred percent right now and that's okay. Um, I will be honest. That's one I struggle with, but I tell myself every day, we're going to get through this. Um, Mm -hmm. Another suggestion I have would be to take a little social media detox. Um, so wow. social media can be positive, but it can also be really negative, right? It helps us stay connected to family and friends when we can't see them right now. Um, or if we're, you know, distancing ourselves or we can't travel to see our family who doesn't live close, but it also can increase our anxiety and it could also increase our fear. There's a lot of stuff out there right now that is uncomfortable. Wow. You said it. So giving yourself a detox, even if it's for like an hour or two, um, that can be really helpful. And during that time, do something that, um, helps you kind of ground yourself, like connect with nature. Um, and if it's too cold where you live right now and you can't go outside or you're like too concerned to go outside because of COVID, you can visualize connecting with nature, Ooh, um, like meditating. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Meditating. 
Um, for me, Hear that, be- Sarah? meditating. <laughs> I've Ooh. tried meditating. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Meditation <laughs> takes <tried>. practice. <laughs> it just takes a lot of practice, but that's actually my next thing on the list would be taking a few deep breaths, like purposeful breathing. Um, and you too are singers and actresses. You understand this, like, you know how you need to breathe in order to actually perform. It's not much different when it comes to meditation and taking a purposeful breath. I hear you about that breathing. And so sometimes when I get off on off social media, I like have read my news app for the day. My breaths are like, <laughs> yes, like there's just like so much tension. Like it's insane. Um, <laughs> Nick will look at me and be like, you realize you just hold yourself. You just held your breath for like seven minutes. <laughs> you read an article, you went not down not, a rabbit hole impressed. and you're looking at pictures. I don't know if you're FOMOing or if you're not going to sleep tonight, but either way, I'd like you to take in some inhales because you're going to turn purple. (laughs) Deep breathing is one of the quickest ways for us to reconnect with our body. And that's truly what mindfulness is about. It's about focusing on ourselves in our present moment and what's around us. What can we see? What can we hear? What can we feel? What can we touch? What can we smell? Um, And that will really- that's what's real. Bring us back to present. Correct. Um, And there's really a lot of benefit in taking like a very deep breath and then like letting it out with a sigh. Sometimes that release of that like vocal portion can like release some of the extra stress and tension. Um, If you're new. I do that a lot of times on Zoom meetings with Pam. (laughs) You're an asshole. I just did one right now looking at you. (laughs) If you're new to mindfulness, Um, there's a lot of great free resources on YouTube that you literally can just like go on, type in guided mindfulness meditations, find one that fits for you. Um, I prefer British accents. So I lean towards that. Hello. Yes. Give me an Australian. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the use of laughter and how important that is. You know, <laughs> laughter can really re- reduce our stress. Um, I think it's also really great to practice gratitude every day. Um, it's mm. a good way for us to remind ourselves of the things we have that are good, even though there's a lot of bad going on right now. Um, I do a little mini gratitude list at the end of the night when I'm laying in bed because I can't turn my brain off. Um, and it helps me sort of just focus and say, okay today was a good day. Or, you know what? I think tomorrow I could be better at dot, dot, dot. Um, And the most important thing, have someone you can talk to. It doesn't have to be a professional, but if you find yourself not getting what you need from talking to peers, um, I will tell you, finding a therapist that is a good fit is extremely important. Part of the reason I wanted to become a therapist and work with clients and patients one-on-one is because I had a horrible therapy experience when I was in my teens. Um, Oh God. And I just, I want it to be the person that helps someone believe that therapists can be good and they can be helpful. So finding the right Well, you're doing the Lord's work and mission accomplished. Mic drop. That was baller. Yeah. I try. I try. That social media is though is so true. And I think like one of the biggest things that I find when I'm scrolling on social media is that the comparisons that you just draw to other people mm. and it's so toxic. 
It is so toxic. It's oh, a yeah. FOMO village and everyone's been there. Don't try to yeah. say you haven't. Yeah. It's, yes, deep it's hard. Thing, though. That'll help us get oh, through a lot. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Doing it right now. Usa. Usa. <laughs> From Bad Boys. Do you remember that? That's now I'm doing a 90s movie reference. It's wow. usually the other way around. Who are you? This is crazy. Martin Lawrence. Very wow. funny. Who are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to we're gonna start to flip into game mode. And I'm going to kick us off with a like teaser question. If you had to let go of a stressful day, which is every day, <laughs> every day. I want you to get down with your your dance roots and give me your top three jams that you would just drop it like it's hot to. Pam, this is hard. You know, like music is like my top self-care Your jam.com slash default. So important. This is hard. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go CNC Music Factory for vibrations. (laughs) Oh, yes. I might not have to use that one. Because we had a dance. We had a dance combination to it when we were like eight. We totally um, did. Um, okay, so push it, salt and pepper, or any yes! or any old school hip hop R and B. Like, put on okay. some genuine. Ooh, put wow. on some one twelve. I'm I'm good oh, to go. Genuine. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Some Missy Elliott. We'll push it real good. I love it. Oh, oh. so good. Um, let's see. If I just generally happy, uh, Dave Matthews Band. But also yes, because girl. it reminds me of good people. I've seen him with a lot Aww. of good friends. So it makes me happy. Aww. Music's so awesome that way. Yes. I find music to be extremely therapeutic. Um, and if I need a really good cry, because sometimes you just are stressed and you need to cry, um, Sarah McLaughlin. Anything Sarah oh. McLaughlin. Oh, my God. And then I'll think about those puppies and cry even That's harder. Puppy commercials. The, the pet commercials. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Oh, Mary Beth. I was hoping you would go, please don't go girl. Nuke is in the block. <gasps> I was hoping for some boy bands in there. God too. damn it, Mary Beth. Those are my Game guilty pleasures. Those are not stress okay. relief. Those are guilty okay, pleasures. Okay. Okay. Respect. That's a different Respect. episode, okay. ladies. That's a different right, episode. Well, oh. You're phasing out of DMV. Just remember to step by step by Jordan Knight. Nuke is in the block. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a great song. That is a great song. Okay. Should we get into games? Now? Yes. Hell yes. Lighten it okay. up. Pam, what's our first game? Okay. So you have been a whirlwind of wisdom, but now it's time to flip the script on you. We're going to play a quick fire mental health edition. I'm very excited. So just a reminder how we play quick fire. It's all about answering quickly with your first instinct. Um, for this edition. First instinct. First instinct. For, <laughs> for this edition, Sarah and I each came up with 10 maybe more words or phrases that are oh some God. common negatives. Mary Beth's job is to quickly take those negatives and put a positive spin on them, but she's on the clock <gasps> and she's got to move it, move it. So <clears throat> you're going to make me sweat a, over here. Are you're you, you sweat, doing a timer? I'll do the timer. Are you going first? I'll go first. Sure. How many did you actually do? I mean, I did 10, but I have like four backups. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. You have one so, but minute. But she has a minute. So she might really like. So you might. You're right. You're I right. I don't know. I'm Can an you... overanalyzer, ladies. This is going to be hard. You, keep... <laughs> you know what, Mary Beth? You do you. Do you, boo? <laughs> okay. Ready, set. 
start. Psychodynamic approach. We get to pretend Whoa. like we're in the theater all the time and we get to put on a play. Yes. Prescription. Um, way beneficial and can help stabilize your mood. Great. Cross-sectional study. Ugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it gives us a better research um, approach. So we have okay. more valid data. Okay. D- diagnosis. I hate that word. Um, <laughs> okay, that was your first sentence. Self-care. Amazing. Drama. Yes. Bravo, housewives. Oh, I said trauma. That is traumatic to me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm diagnosing. But also positive spin. But I great positive that. spin. I love that story. Coping mechanism. Also, um, bravo. <laughs> bravo and wine. Um, yeah. Uh, Time's up. Oh, I have so many good ones. Just let me ask her. Okay, fine. Uh, positive narrative. Woosaw. That's already a positive. I don't have to turn it positive. Great. Love language. <laughs> Aw. Mine is words also of... a positive. Mine's affection. Yeah. Oh, cute. Okay. Uh, recovery. The most amazing thing a person can do. Okay, mm. I'm crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Okay, I'm done. I feel like those last few were kind of already positive in and of themselves, Pam. And I, I mean, I have four more, but better. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Everything's better with Mary Beth. That's Aww. what's going to be your book title. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so mine, I went in kind of a different direction and mine are, I just want to preface this by saying they're totally not based <laughs> at all on my real life I every day. <laughs> okay. So positive spin on these, but your first instinct. Okay. Tell me when I Wait a second. Go, I'm going to set the timer for you. Okay. All right, ready? Uh-huh. And one minute? Yeah. Okay, you got one minute on the clock. And away we... Oh, God, that's one hour. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, my God. Last time we did this, you put a second on. <laughs> I was like, we got one second on the clock. Okay, one minute. And away okay. we go. Eating my feelings. If it's vegetables, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Juggling a really busy schedule. You are just a great multitasker. <laughs> okay, excessive Instagram scrolling. That's a problem. You're just staying up on current, um, you know, <laughs> media trends. You are blowing me away right now. Excessive hand washing. You're just very cleanly. And right now we need that with COVID. <laughs> Chronic distraction. Um, you're just always thinking about the next step. And that's okay. Wow. Why are you making Wearing it look good? Too many different hats. Again, you're a fantastic multitasker. <laughs> Boom. Um, toxic friendships. I actually don't have any of these. I just was reading about them. <laughs> um, Lucky. Still important because we also need to know what we don't want in life. Oh, mm. girl. Constantly late. Procrastination sometimes produces the best outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, tw- oh. 2020. Oh, oh. Um, there are some good things that happened. Dot, dot, That's dot. True. Very true. Yes. Mary Beth. <laughs> Mary Beth! For the win. Yes. Number nine. Oh. Uh, she's on fire. Hang on. Crazy. She's on fire. I literally, I'm sweating. I'm like Pam right now. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This stuff is so wrong with you. <laughs> oh my God. That was oh, That excellent. was good. 
I tried. I love a quick fire game. I, I love it. You, and you nailed that, Mary Beth. That uh. was so great. Okay. So for game number two. Yes. Totally. I'm calling this one. What's wrong with me? <laughs> What's wrong with me? So it's time for us to come clean. We kind of tricked Mary Beth into coming on our show <laughs> under the auspices of providing some helpful know-how to our audience. But really, this whole episode is just a charade for us to get our deepest, darkest fears and secrets analyzed without a copay. So <laughs> uh, she said at the top of the episode, I'm not diagnosing anyone. <laughs> oh, but oh, but but I'm not asking for a diagnosis. Just a, just a little, little, little therapy. Um, do your family members do this all the time? It's are you like a dermatologist where people are like, look at this mole? So. It does happen. It does. And then there, you know, there's always that awkward conversation. Like, I would really love to help you, but you know, it's not an appropriate professional boundary, but I can refer you to somebody. Um, but yeah, Boom. no, it definitely happens. And when I was, you can tell you've had a lot of practice saying when that. I was in dating world and before I met my husband, I would lie and tell people that I was a teacher because nobody wants to date a therapist. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, oh my God. That's genius. That's, yeah. Kind of. Did shady. you analyze, did you like analyze every guy you went out with and until you found the one and you were like, yep, you'll do. He's um, like, you're like Peter Pan, number five fifteen. I'm not doing you. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> or I'll do you and we'll, and we'll be done. And we won't talk. Let's, uh, will it work for me? No, I don't think. Bye. Let's just say the more confident I got in my therapy skills, the better I was at picking good people. We'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah. Okay, so I just have this quick, quick thing that I wanted to ask you about. Um, so I had this dream like a month or two ago, and basically I was on this cruise ship and somehow I got thrown off the cruise ship and I had a kayak and I had my dog with me. And so I had to try to like get my dog onto the kayak. Oh and then I was God. like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to like kayak us to shore. And then all of a sudden there was a huge shark following us what? and just following us in the water. And so, and, and every now and then like the dog echo would like jostle the kayak and we'd flip and we'd roll underwater. You know how kayaks like roll underwater. And then I would like flip us back up and then like keep going. And I'd like have to punch the shark to get it away from <laughs> me and her. You and, flipped like, flip back up after you saw the shark? Of course, it was dreamy. I was basically like invincible. You can't die in your own dream. Oh my God. What does that mean? Now, did you make it to shore before you woke up or no? I did. I did make it to shore. And actually there was like my fam, some extended family members were there, but then they ended up leaving without me. <laughs> huh. And so I had to walk to their house. <laughs> but they took the dog it didn't take you hmm. it didn't take me and my husband was waiting for me when we got there he's like what took you so long um well in my she's like i'm recommending a, a professional that's I not don't know. me i mean i'm right not away. a psychologist but i feel like the shark could possibly the shark could possibly be me and the kayak is the podcast i'm, I'm quite possibly terrified that i've been causing a nightmare like ongoing for months because i'm dragging you down with this podcast you know what's so funny though like i definitely got on dreammoods.com when i woke up in the morning because i was like that shit has to mean something so what did dream moves right? tell you sarah yeah what did dream moves tell you that Mary something Beth about <laughs> something about the shark being like um some aspect of myself that i'm either afraid of or don't it's like a threat. It's like a threatening yeah. um, presence. So either it's external or it's something in yourself that you wish that you could change or you run or run away from. Yeah. And then the water 
was its whole other thing. And I don't remember what that was. I, I looked up kayak and there was definitely a, something for kayak, but I don't remember what it was. I remember thinking that was weird. So dream analysis is like a whole like section of psychology, right? And you can oh become God, an expert in that area. And that's not an area that I would say that I am an expert <laughs> in. However, um, I am an empath. So what I was feeling as you were discussing this dream is there was a lot of fear. There was anxiety. And there was potential change because you had, you know, left the cruise ship, even though you fell off of it. Um, but there was sure that you could see. So hope at the same time. Um, so yeah, your uh, little online search might not have been so terrible for what does this oh dream God, mean? So smart. Wow. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you can just... You can, you can bill me. You can buy me a coffee. That's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Deal. When this is all so over, my I will drive is a combination to Pennsylvania. Of Titanic and Jaws. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's terrifying. <laughs> the fuck? Pam, you go now. Oh God. I feel like I have a lot. I don't think we'll have enough time. Um, <laughs> I have, like, and we're out of time. Yeah, I have, I have, I have dreams and then I have, I think there's one thing that is consistent that happens. It's starting to happen less, but it still happens. Um, I'll look at Nick like and freeze in my tracks and think about something so hard. And then maybe like a minute or two later, the look on my face, Nick's like, what? And I said, I just, I should not, I should not be thinking the thoughts that I'm thinking. Like I go down worst case scenario rabbit hole. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, trauma that I'm currently um, dealing with and working through. Um, I think being somebody's mom must just be a horrifying thing too, right? Like every day is scary in a lot, in a, a lot of ways. Just that constant, like, like Mary Beth, you've read Untamed, that Mm -hmm. ache. That's the ache that I feel like. Yes. Like, oh, it's going to happen. What's going to happen to me? What's going to happen if I'm not here? Stuff like that. That's my worst. I do think Sarah kind of hit on it. Like there's something different that happens to us after we become parents, right? Like chemically things change and the way we go about stuff changes and the way we think and we feel. Um, And it's not uncommon to experience these things. It's not uncommon. I mean, I still wake up in the middle of the night and check the monitor to make sure my daughter is alive. Um, and she's almost three years old. So, you know, there are just certain things that, again, those experiences in our lives, they do have an impact on us. But again, it's one of those things, like if it's having a, a an impact that's like affecting us in a way that we can't function as we normally did, that's a sign that like, more needs to happen. That's a sign. Like maybe I should talk to someone um, because this isn't working for me anymore and I can't continue to go on like this. Um, And that's an important thing to recognize too, you know, and it's okay. Like I want to just reiterate that it's okay. Like we're not supposed to be able to handle everything, you know? Yeah. It's super strong to, to acknowledge the fact that there is something that you can't handle by yourself. Oh yeah. That is that in and of itself. It's like, it's like asking for help with anything. It's like, Oh, Hey, this box is too heavy. Can you help me? There's something you have to 
put aside your pride and you have to kind of accept your own imperfectness. Yes. And that's tough to do. I used to tell like patients when they would first enter into therapy, like, would you have a hard time asking someone to help you open a pickle jar that you couldn't get open? And most people will say no. Um, And I said, okay, so really, you're just like a really, really tightly lidded pickle jar right now. And you're asking someone to help you get that lid open in a safe way. Yeah. So the world can have your pickles. Basically. You're an idiot. (laughs) You took a great moment and shit right on it. (laughs) Listen, I bring humor into my therapy all the time because it has to happen. It just does. <laughs> Give it up, pickles. Okay, yes, sorry. we need more pickles. <laughs> yes, everybody needs to sh- share their pickles. Oh my god, right. tickle a pickle. Stop it. <laughs> oh my god, Pam. All right, now we've gone too far. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. Oh, Did anybody else that get was chills? Like a cheat of a game. I kind of, but you, that. we did a, like a sort of game in the beginning, anyway. But and also we explained that this isn't about the games. This is about us getting free. This is about Mary Beth. This is about Mary Beth. It's about everything's better with Mary Beth. Utmost priority. COVID, non-COVID. Every day, it should. Mental health is a top priority at all times. Yes, regardless of any stigma or pandemic. Yes, and that's a great segue, Pam, because I think now is the time when Mary Beth can like share. Her, anything that she wants to share. This is your platform, Mary Beth. Take it away. Well, thank you, ladies. I just, mm. I want to share, you know, some resources for the listeners. So if anyone's out there listening, if you're interested in getting into this field um, and want to do further research, or you're someone who, after hearing us have a conversation and also laughing a little bit about, you know, what we're talking about, I want to give you some resources. So I want to provide um, the National Alliance on Mental Health. So that's NAMI.org, um, a fantastic place to go. And if you go on there, you can also find your local chapters as well. Um, I would also want to share the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So that would be S A mhsa.gov. Um, and then another important thing to share is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, this is definitely something that we're seeing an increase of right now, especially with isolation. Um, so they're there 24-7 if you need someone to talk to, and that's 1-800-273-8255. Um, and again, please, we're here if you need us. Don't hesitate. It's okay to ask for help. And I truly believe the more we talk about this, the the more we're going to decrease the stigma around mental health and substance use disorders, which is totally needed. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Mary Beth. Oh my God. Super powerful. I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody does you know, want my contact information. If they reach out to you, you guys can feel free to like, let me know. Um, especially if like Bravo calls and they want (laughs) to do like, you know, uh, below deck housewives. Everything's better with Mary Beth. Maybe it's not a book or a podcast. Maybe it's a show, you know, type of a therapy crossover thing, because even though it's part oh of my, my self-care, God. I love watching those shows. And Pam and I talk about this all the time. Um, I always, always find myself. On the couch with Mary Beth. Oh, I love oh it. Oh, my God. And then you watch something. All right. Oh, God. 
all right, Pam, Bravo. Like, let's make you this happen. the areas of mental health in all You're of the welcome. Housewife franchises and you dissect the shit out of it. On the yes. couch, it's Mary Beth. It's premiering <laughs> end of 2021. I love it. Yes. Let's make oh this happen. Oh my God, I can't wait. I would totally yes. consider changing my career path for that opportunity. Absolutely. Why change it when you can entrepreneur it right there? Boom. You yes. do oh you, God. boo. Yes. Manifest your destiny, boo. I love it. Stop. Go on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this was epic, Mary Beth. Thank you. I'm honored. Like, I'm really honored that you oh. guys asked. I'm honored that you've had the, the foresight and the thoughtfulness to do an episode like this. Um, I think it's really We're important. We're totally going to have you back. Oh, I mean, I'd love to. This was so, so great. Thank Aww. you, Mary Beth, for joining so us. Informative. Thank you to all 12 of you. We love you so much. Every week we love try to you. come together and make it funny and light for you guys. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so insightful. And if you are struggling and if you need help, it is okay. These times yes. are tough and... I just want you to feel Ask good. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you need. Um, thank you, Joe, so much. Thank you, New Sand Studios. Give us a rate. Give us a review. It yes. costs nothing. Give us a shout out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your mom's friends. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, we've got our book club episode coming up in March. Mm. So once again, the book we're going to be chatting about is Dear Girls by Ali Wong, the very funny, very fabulous Ali Wong. So we'd love if you would read along with us. We're going to be chatting about that episode. If you want to hit us up ahead of time and how you're liking it, what your favorite bits are, you can share with us on social media or at our email, animals at gmail.com. And yeah, we love you. We love you guys. Thank you. Join us next week. Bring. Don't forget to share your pickles um, <laughs> bring your crazy ass dreams of sharks and kayaks um bring your best self-care practices and the most love and grace that you can possibly give to yourself because everybody needs it we love you and it's going to be a bumpy ride but until next time <laughs> don't, don't tease the animals, animals.